the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday, the year of chaos. We told you, buckle up. Uh, it's going to be uh, days and days and days like these uh, up, down. Today, it's a major down day. What the hell is this? I The gosh darn Stinking inflation. It just won't cooperate. Uh, the inflation, the CPI numbers came out today. And, man, did the markets hate it. Uh, the Dow, the, 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 the debt markets all down big today. We've got gold down, silver down. Uh, the only thing not down, which, again, bad again, is going to be crude oil was up. in the 10-year note, get, I mean, it is more and more like a meme stock, bumping up on 430. Uh, if you could believe that, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, what were we like three eight uh, back to 430? We're gonna break it all down for you, and then U.S. companies as earnings season, you know, is starting to come to an end. Uh, discussing cost. Controls. Yes, that's a that's a word when you hear companies talk cost controls. Uh, that really just means one thing: uh, layoffs, uh, record amounts of companies. We've been worried about this. Is the layoffs actually going to come? I've been saying it for years. The only way inflation really goes away is if people lose their jobs. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 is our toll-free number. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. And, Jason, uh, it really starts and ends with inflation. Uh, Inflation came in much hotter than expected. And it really didn't matter what type of fake inflation data the Fed was using. It hit everywhere. Yeah, and and there is one other way that you could uh, get inflation under control, which which just leads to jobs going away, anyways. But it's, you, you can make the jobs go away, just like you said, or or you can actually in, instead of this uh, this little bit of money destruction that the Fed's doing, you just really slash a lot of money out of the system. Of course, then you have the job losses and the inflation goes away. But really, to get rid of inflation, you just shrink the money supply and the Fed money. To their credit, they, they shrunk it a little bit as far as the money that we know bit. that they're putting out there. Yeah, you know, we, like, we yeah, don't know where the Yeah, we don't money. know. Uh, the, uh, the headlines tell you they shrank it, right? We don't know what they've been doing behind the scenes. By the way, no movement last week in the uh, emergency bank facility. Man, we should have seen that number drop. It should have been dropping because the Fed was like, hey, you get no reward for using it now. And that number did not drop. The discount window rose again. Uh, and, and right now, this move in the 10-year note, that is going to throw 
hundreds of banks in the turmoil on the uh, on the loan side. We know about commercial real estate. Uh, you, you're talking about commercial real estate, a collapse that we've never seen before. Uh, another office building. This thing was like 260,000 square feet. It sold for $9 a foot. And, and I just want to give you perspective because I was like, well, what would that mean if my building went to $9 a foot? That would put my building at $25,000. Uh, one, one of the suites next to mine just sold for 800000 not too long ago. Jason, that's, a, that, that's how cheap uh, $9 a foot is. I mean... Uh, none of this is, is good news. This is why you're seeing uh, such a big drop in Wall Street because, you know, everybody was on the same bus. Uh, and we've been warning about that. And, and uh, get used to it. This is what 2024 is going to look like. Are those units actually selling, Joe? Are they uh, for sale? Are they actually being moved? Because, you know, we talk about commercial problems. I just Arizona's growing, but I just didn't know. Yeah, well, this is got to remember. So, so office buildings, nobody wants them. Uh, you can't give them away. There is an office building here. I mean, it was a really, it was a nice looking building. They tore it all down so they could build apartments. I mean, they just tore it. Whoever buys it, who knows what it went for, uh, but they tore it all down. You know, I've, I've got like a, a flex space. This is more like, hey, uh, you're a small business owner. We got the office in the front, and then you can park all your toys in the back and all that stuff, right? So a little different, but it's going to be interesting if on the commercial side of it, right now, here, here's the things that aren't doing well commercial office buildings, obviously, first and foremost, malls. Uh, that is another tough one. Uh, and then, of course, uh, things that we learned and, and we're always learning here, a lot of what the banks did last year, because, you know, we were expecting more bank closures at the end of last year, because I was like, hey, this problem hadn't gone away. They pulled a little trick. The banks and the and the lenders, they did a, well, well, we'll just extend it into next year. They gave extensions. Thinking the, 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 the thought process was, Jason, hey, the Fed's going to be lower in rates. The 10-year note's going to go down, and, and, and it won't be as bad. It's actually gotten worse. And now uh, the latest numbers say a trillion dollars is now going to come due. And they're saying this time around, there are no extensions, right? That, that game, that was kind of a, a, a one-trick pony, kind of like the Fed's bailout facility for banks. I think we mentioned it last year, too. I think uh, the, the loans coming due in the next four years are severe. So this year, next year, 2026, 2027, there's a lot of these loans coming due. There's in a, a drop-off till 2027 or 8. So this is, is going to be a recurring problem, Joe. Yeah, when we get back, how hot was the inflation data? And what type of cost controls and what type of companies are saying cost controls? 
800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. Quick look in at the markets as a red-hot CPI taking the wind out of the sails here. The Dow down for 50 right now. The S&P uh, down 55, back below 5,000. The NASDAQ down almost 200 points. The 10-year note, 428. Crude oil defying everything, up 66 cents. 78.58. Brent crude, 82.57. And I got news for you. Crude oil is going higher as we get to drive season and diesel fuel, especially uh, on the currency side. The Japanese yen, it's back. They haven't fixed anything. Back above 150, right? This is this is the territory that we talked about in the past. Extremely worrisome. And remember, uh, Japanese banks saying they're getting caught up in, in the whole commercial real estate blow up. Uh, gold's down 23. Silver's down 60 cents. Uh, even crypto uh, not immune. Uh, down 1,500 uh, this morning. And again, Diversification is going to be the key. This is going to be the year of chaos. We're going to see great weeks. We're going to see terrible weeks. We're going to see everything in between. Uh, something where, hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to sit the madness out, or I'm going to take part of my portfolio and know exactly what I'm going to get. Uh, why refi up to ten point two five percent? Fixed rates of return, not correlated to Wall Street. Not correlated to Wall Street. Fixed rate, what does that mean? Doesn't change. Doesn't care. What if inflation comes in red hot? Doesn't matter. Right? What if it came in, right? It, it was it was too cold, right? It wasn't hot. It was cold. Doesn't matter. Even if inflation was just right, it doesn't matter. It never changes. You know what you're going to get. Every single month, you can turn your income on, you can turn it off, you can compound it, there's no fees. Well, what if I need my money back? You get your entire principal back, and guess what? They even let you keep some of the interest. Nobody does that. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just make it easy, call them, 888 why refi 24 and as you guys know you need at least fifty thousand dollars you can use existing iras some of you can use your 401ks uh, obviously the money in your bank whatever it is check it out uh but jason uh really i guess we've got to start focusing on the cpi uh expectations were for a big drop instead it was a surprise to the upside a 3.1% print year over year. Uh, so the sub three did not last very long. Consumer prices up three tenths month over month. Uh, they also went on to say that core CPI, uh, that was at 386. So let's round it up 3.9. That was much hotter than the 3.7 expected. Prices in the core up four-tenths of a percent. Uh, it would made it even worse. The Fed had just created another new number. They called it the super core. Yes, if we just 
take out food, energy, and shelter, right? If we just got rid of those, then inflation may be better, right? That, that was their life. Again, because they want to think about this. Can any of us live without food, energy, and shelter, right? So essentially uh, for the homeless people, if inflation was go- would get better, life would just be wonderful and everything would be, be perfect. Unfortunately, even that number, that one was the worst number in the group. The so-called super core rose seven tenths of a percent, the biggest jump since September of 2022, the year-over-year change on the super core up 4.4%. So way above, way above what the Federal Reserve was talking about with their 2% uh, car insurance. The only thing really down, used cars. Uh, everything else, motor vehicle insurance up, uh, index rose for communications, personal care, airfare, education, medical expenses, hospital services. Uh, the, the list just went on and on. Like I said, uh, the only real big decrease, Jason, was a used vehicle, which, again, those prices, uh, they're, they're up like 100% in the last three years. So uh, a little bit of fallback there, but that was about it. Wow, that sounds really bad. <laughs> the the year over year number was not so high. It was it was three point one, you know. So it it was okay, right? It's 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 the lowest number they've had in three years. Tight tight for it. I'm wondering why they didn't lead with that one because <laughs> because I don't right? think they want to lower the rates because inflation. Well, too, right? you know, let's face it. The 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 this was supposed to be the month that it flashed a two. Uh, and then it did it. And then when, uh, unfortunately, the core and the super core got much hotter, right? That that, that was really kind of the uh, thing that really messed them up, which tells me. Now, tomorrow we get PPI. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what the guys that make stuff say, because that should be a good indicator. Uh, and again, inflation isn't going anywhere. Jason and I have been saying this. For a while, uh, the the question now is, uh, does it flatten out here? What if it gets hotter again next month? What do they do then, right? You even had some people's, uh, you know, and, and they're in the minority. Let's be fair. These people are in the minority. But some people were saying, what if they got to raise rates again? It, it, could that be possible? Well, I'm wondering if this is their soft landing they've been talking about. I mean, if you look at the CPI going back to, I think, what is it, June or July of last year, it's 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 stabilized in the threes. It's three, three, two, three, seven, three, seven, three, two, three, one, three, four, and three, one. Remember how we said there was going to be a normalization of a higher inflation, Joe? This might be the, the soft landing, and, and this is not what people want. So about the time that they get angry that, that, that st- things are still inflated at the level they're at, that's when the big market crash comes and the war and all the craziness. And they'll say, hey, we'll get this under control. We're just going to have to deal with 3.5% year-over-year inflation always. I mean, this is, how, this is how Argentina started, you know, decades and decades ago. It just got a little worse. Then it just got a little worse, you know, right, Joe, and, and until you had hyperinflation. So uh, you've, been, you've said for a long time, and I, and I think this is, is true, is that they're going to have – 
a higher target number, even though they keep saying two, right? The Fed keeps saying two, keeps saying two. It just takes a big worldwide emergency to adjust that, right? Yeah, and, and it's something where uh, as we start to look into this, uh, JP, was it JP Morgan? No, Morgan Stanley uh, talking about the transcripts from the uh, companies in earnings season, something that's never happened before. Uh, talking about operational efficiencies, Morgan Stanley put this chart out. Now, I know it's radio, so, you, so you're going to have to take my word on this. It was almost 100% of companies talking about operational efficiencies, uh, layoffs, uh, things of this nature, the group's wide breadth in the market, software, professional services, healthcare, financial services, retail, uh, Pfizer, BlackRock, Lamb Research, all of these, Walt Disney, Hertz. I mean, Jason, it really was uh, the, the the entire market breadth never uh, before. And when you talk, listen, Companies always like to talk operational efficiency, uh, but this number is normally in that 50 to 60 percent, right? That, that's kind of the normal thing. Uh, this one, almost every company, more than nine out of every 10 companies uh, is now talking about that. A lot of talk about AI, right? Uh, and people have been talking about AI for a while now. Is that going to eliminate all these jobs and all that stuff? Uh, but, Jason, it does seem to be uh, a bad day as far as data uh, for, for people uh, expecting uh, rate cuts to happen. I think right now uh, it's going to be a while for sure. And now with the yield surging, these banks are going to come back into, into the periphery here. There's now talk of 300 banks are now going to be having trouble between now and the summer. Yeah, Joe, it looks looks bad. I mean, uh, I was just thinking as you're talking about the amount of businesses that are going to be gone, and I I wouldn't be too too surprised by by 2030 if if banking as a whole is completely completely changed and, and completely done, gone. Well, how we see banking today, 2024, may be completely opposite in 2030. I was thinking, Joe, about the, the lower standard of living, how every decade just gets worse and worse, right? Uh, I always watch Jack and his friends, right, you know, going out. And I don't know, your, your kids are a little bit older, your sons are a little bit older. But it's like, what do, you, what do they do? What do we used to do on a Friday or Saturday? There was the arcades. There was the cool movie theaters, the dollar movies. There was the indoor malls. There was all these cool things to go do laser tag. Kids nowadays, they don't have anything to do. And that's not because there ain't stuff to do. It's because it's not profitable to have fun places. Recreation has become too expensive. And now you're talking about regular small businesses are getting expensive. Banking is too expensive. I'm telling you right now, the digital world that's about to hit us in the next five years is going to change everything. Banking might be completely gone. I mean, it's, it's possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's very likely. That's one thing you can trim a lot of cost away from businesses if you just give it all over to the Fed. Just, but by the way, who owns the Fed is the big banks. J.P. Morgan doesn't care if J.P. Morgan goes away as long as they get their share of the Fed coin. So, so Joy, yeah, we're, we're looking at a massively changing world right in front of our eyes. 
Yeah, the National Bureau of Economic Research now saying over 50 percent of all office loans are underwater. And my guess is it's bigger than that. They're just not there yet. Uh, the report also cautioned 300 regional banks will face solvency runs uh, uh, due to the turmoil in commercial real estate before the end of the third quarter. Now, here's the problem, because that's not the only problem now, right? It's one thing, okay, we got exposure to commercial real estate, and of course, these 300 banks they're talking about, uh, they're they're talking about these banks that probably have large exposure uh, to that space, that commercial office space. But now all of a sudden, Jason, how many more banks are going to be looped in where, hey, I've got exposure there? But I had more, I had exposure in credit cards, I had exposure in auto loans, right? I I was a little more diversified in my exposure. Now all of a sudden, those loans are having trouble. And if these companies follow through with what they were talking about in earning seasons here in Q1, uh, all of a sudden now, Jason, you got a full-blown financial crisis, don't you? Because uh, it, it, it's now, uh, it's, not, it's one thing if it's just banks with heavy exposure to commercial real estate. But how about these banks that, well, I've got, I've got decent exposure there, and i got decent exposure to credit cards, and i got decent exposure to auto loans, and now all of them starting to have trouble. We, we, th- again, the setup here is not good, and the higher the rates go, Right, the worse it is. Right, they got a little reprieve. Uh, that ten, remember they got the ten-year note below four percent and promised us inflation was going away. Uh, and at least for this month, Jason, the exact opposite happened. And I'm looking at energy because here's what yeah. here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing crude oil probably going up another ten dollars a barrel between now and April. And already inventory levels are super low again. Diesel especially. Uh, that really is energy. Let's say you can say you don't count it, but I don't care what you say. It counts, right? Take a radio news hour. We're back with a, an amazing opportunity right after the break. We're back here. The Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this when, or Wednesday. On this Tuesday, right? Inflation Tuesday. Uh, a great opportunity for everybody out there. This one's, we're going to go slow here because I've got something, uh, hopefully for everybody, but some really, really cool items. Uh, $20 gold pieces. I have 20 of them at 21 25. You heard me right. 21, 25. Uh, you can buy those one at a time, uh, but I only have 20. I have a roll of 20 1904 liberties. So think about this. These coins are all, what, 120 years old. Every one of them, a whole roll, every one of them is a 1904. That's one of the, what we call the common date in the Liberty Series, 1904. I'm going to put it, this thing red hot here. 
you got to buy the entire roll. $2,100. Right now, gold's down $23,1995, so $105 over spot. That's ridiculous. Uh, But for that. And just on those two, Joe, just on those two that you've offered, $2,125 and $2,100, that's the cheapest 20s we've had months and months. Months and months. Just on the, so we have several uh, items. Months years, and months, baby. Right, going back to COVID, probably. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty, pretty confident of that. And, and, and uh, there may have been a day here or there, uh, but this roll of twenty nineteen oh fours forty two thousand. I have one roll of twenty. They're all saints. So I know a lot of you like those saints out there. Got to buy the roll. You get twenty twenty dollars Saints at twenty one twenty five or forty two thousand five hundred. I have a roll of twenty pre nineteen hundred Liberties. So in this roll, every coin will be in the eighteen hundreds, uh, from eighteen seventy seven to eighteen ninety nine. Uh, there's 20 of them in that roll. Also, 21, 25. You got to buy the entire roll. I have one of those rolls at 42,500. I have two rolls of 20. These are also pre 1900 $20 liberties. But in each of these two rolls, you will get five of what we call the 20D coins. So 19, or 1876 and older, they didn't spell the word dollars out. They just said 20D. You'll get five of those, five of these, all of them will be pre-1900. You'll get five of these 20 Ds in your roll. One of the five will be a coin from the 1850s. In the early part of the 1850s. So uh, in those two, I got two of those rolls. So I can do that twice. Uh, Very rarely, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen a coin from the 1850s. I mean, you're talking, right, almost 175 years ago. Uh, the coins for this one, a little more expensive, not much. $2,135 a coin, $42,700 on those two rolls. Uh, if you want to buy both rolls, go for it. Uh, and then last but not least, I have a date set. It's got eight coins in it. Each coin is going to be $2,125, and these are also liberties. 1900, 1901, 1902, 1903, 1904, 1905, 1906, and the last date of the series, the 1907. So you're going to get an eight-coin date set. Uh, that set, Jason, uh, twenty-one twenty-five a coin, 
or $17,000. So again, $2,125 if you want to buy a $20 gold piece one by one. I've got a roll of the 1904s all the way down to $2,100. 20 1904, $20 liberties at $42,000. You can get rolls of pre Nineteen hundred twenty dollar liberties, twenty one twenty five a coin or twenty one thirty five a coin, depending on uh, if you want the twenty D's or not. Uh, there's not a coin in there. Think about this. There's not a twenty dollar gold piece in there uh, for more than twenty one hundred thirty five dollars today. Yeah, from two centuries ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, two centuries ago. There you go. Two centuries ago. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, those the, the the date set, which is 1900 to 1900s, those are the last eight years of the uh, $20 Liberty before they switched to the uh, St. Gaudens. So you get the last eight years of that run if you wanted some different dates. We know we have customers that like several dates. We don't do this very often, so it's, if you guys are looking for different dates, this is the day to buy. And then, uh, you know, the 20Ds, one of the reasons the 20Ds are a little lower mintage, well, that was after the Civil War. You know, after the Civil War, we had this debt. You know, they were trying to push us back into a, trying to get another central bank going. And uh, with Reconstruction, there was a, a not as much money for the Treasury to be uh, minting tons of gold coins. So that's why the 20Ds were a little lower mintage. And Joe, of course, the 1850s coins. Those are, it's just, you know, the coins just don't last that long normally. Even gold coins just don't last that long in circulation. They just get melted down and turned into a new coin. So. Uh, it's, it's cool. If you're wanting to buy uh, a, a roll of gold, which I know there's not a, a, a huge number of you guys out there, but we know that we know our guys. We know that there's guys out there that would uh, appreciate this. But just to be reminded, you have single coins, right, Joe, that you can buy for twenty-one twenty-five today. So you, yeah, you're not you're not out of this thing. You just want to get one one twenty-dollar gold piece at one of our lowest prices, Joe. Say in maybe a year. I I think maybe there was a dip uh, sometime in 2022 where we were at, we maybe may have been at this price. But essentially, this is the cheapest gold we've had in a while, and you can take advantage, right, Joe? Just take advantage. Give us a call, right? Yep, 800-951-0592. I was just looking at these 20Ds. There's only one year from 1849 all the way to, to 1876 where they even minted two million. Most years they didn't even mint a million of these things. Uh, so it, these are really uh, super cool. Everybody else, they charge fortunes for this stuff. Not here. That's not how we operate. 800-951-0592. Take the radio news hour. Joe and Jason will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The headline reads: "Our bank runs back on the menu." Uh, Marty Bent uh, talking about uh, you know Silicon Valley and, and First Region and Signature Bank. Those were the three that went under uh, the last time. We've had a few smaller banks close, and now uh, it's back in the forefront, especially. Uh, with the 10-year note ticking back up. Uh, But banks who have material commercial real estate exposure on a tough ride, and it seems like the dominoes are beginning to fall with New York Community Bank leading the way. I expect this crisis to unravel rather quickly 
as we get closer to spring. So we had the National Economic March. Research, right? Again, here comes this March thing again, right? We, we, so many things converging in March, and uh, this economic research saying, hey, by the end of the third quarter, we've got a problem. But this thing, and again, it happens quickly. Right, we know this. Uh, remember Jay Powell, his comments on 60 Minutes. He said it very plainly. People wanted to look past that comment. Right, they focused in on on inflation and rate cuts, but he he just flat out said it. Banks are going to go out of business, and they're going to be merged out of business. Both of them are are, are going to happen. But people are starting to really. Uh, get concerned about what they're seeing. Uh, uh, one of the, the the experts in here, Jason, saying this thing's a Category 5 uh, hurricane that's getting ready to come to the banking industry. And without these rate cuts, there's going to be a big problem here. And it's going to be interesting how all of this shakes out, as we talked about. How about government debt? The move in interest rates here, right? We just had to spend another $120 billion uh, that we didn't have outside of the second quarter. All the other quarters, because obviously you got April 15th in that second quarter. All these other quarters, Jason, we're looking at borrowing levels that we've never really seen outside of COVID. And a couple of these quarters matched what we saw during COVID. Correct. Correct. You know, I, I, I like the way you brought up merged banks, too, because, you know, you don't really hear too much about that, do you, Joe? Because that's, that's a bank failure most of the time. You know, of course, there's, there's profitability. Two banks don't want to profit. But uh, we had mentioned about a segment ago we were talking about, you know, the reaction to the, uh, the uh, hot inflation numbers, you know, and, you know, making it that there's not going to be a rate cut in, in May, you know, we kept talking about March, right, Joe? We kept talking about March. What are these same inflation numbers or worse happen in March, right? Right? We kept talking about March, kept talking about March. Well, they get the same thing going on in February today, next month, right, Joe? What, what, what's going to happen to the markets then? What, you know, they're going to have a tantrum, right? They'll, they'll probably be, they'll, they'll sell off just to get, just to force, just to force the issue of rate cuts back, right, Joe? Can you imagine? You know, there's big players in the markets. If they want rates to go down, they could sell a lot of stuff, you know, and, and push, you know, push the idea that we need rate cuts, even in the midst of inflation. Can you imagine, right? March is going to be rocky, Joe. $28 billion in government-backed mortgages. Fannie, Freddie, FHA, Ginny. These are mostly multifamily and healthcare buildings. $59 billion held by life insurance companies. $441. This is just debt coming due in commercial. $441 billion, a billion, the biggest amount by far, held by banks, including foreign banks around the world, right? We know this. We've been talking about this. Uh, that did not say which portion was held by U.S. banks and what was held by foreign banks. But again, $441 billion coming due, $234 billion in commercial-backed mortgage securities, collateralized loan obligations, right? All these words that we learned from the financial crisis and other asset-backed securities, $168 billion 
held by other credit companies of all types, including mortgage REITs, PE firms, and private credit providers. And you got to remember, uh, they had rates at zero for so long, you couldn't make any money buying bonds. How many investors, regular investors, Hey, they got a better rate of return. How many of them jumped into these, Jason, five years ago, seven years ago, because they wanted a better rate of return than they could get by buying U.S. Treasuries? I bet there's going to be a lot of exposure for regular investors as well. How many of them were signing when uh, in the midst of transitory? How many of them were? How many of them were like, yeah, yeah? There's not going to be inflation. How many of them? How many of them were signing on the dotted line when they were hearing no inflation, no inflation, and transitory, right? Joe? How many? How, you know, it's almost like a trick, isn't it? Hey, I wonder how many of these suckers will will sign these bad loans because the Fed knew they were going to raise rates. They had the numbers way ahead of time. They knew that they. I think they knew, Joe. I, I don't think that they they thought that the inflation wasn't going to happen. I think they knew. They printed up what half of all the money in circulation in one year in 2020. I think even a Fed guy knows what what happens if you do such a thing. So, yeah, those loans you're talking about, Joe, how many of them were, were signed in the year plus of there's not going to be inflation and then, oh, it's just transitory? It's, it's almost like, look, I just want to take your money from you. Get a loan, and I know what's going to happen to you in 2023 and 2024, 2025. It's yeah, those are all great points, right? All great points. A great opportunity on $20 gold pieces, uh, $2,125. We've got a roll of 20 of the 1904s all the way down at $2,100, right? you got to buy that roll at $42,000. Uh, we've got a date set from 1900 through 1907. Uh, every coin, uh, 01, 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, uh, at $17,000, 800 Nine five one. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, uh, the super core came in on fire. I think the last hour of trading is going to be interesting. Right now, the Dow still, you know, down 440. Uh, the S&P's gotten a little worse here, down, but not much, but down 56. Uh, the Nasdaq's down 211. I think it's, it's going to be interesting uh, how this market moves here. Uh, right now, gold at 1995. Here's what's interesting. So I've got this great deal on 20... Man, don't let it go by. Wholesale gold prices for the physical markets. Gold's down. You remember, gold was down yesterday. Prices didn't move. Gold's down $23 right now. Between the la- In the last two days, gold's down a little over 30 bucks. Wholesale gold prices only went down $10. A regular, normal price. If I didn't have these uh, from some estates that we're dealing with, you'd be talking $2,195. So picking up a 20, you know, at, at $2,125 as an example, right? You're saving $70. You buy that roll of 1904s, right? You're saving $95 a coin. Uh, so, again, uh, I've got 20 individual 20s that you can buy for 2125 
I've got this roll of 20 1904 $20 Liberties. Each one of the coins there, $2,100. You've got to buy the roll. The roll is $42,000. I have a roll of St. Gaudens. Every coin in there is a saint. $2,125. The roll, you got to buy the roll, all 20 of them, $42,500. I've got a roll of 20 pre-1900. This roll will be 1877 to 1899. Every coin in it. $2,125, that roll. You got to buy the roll, $42,500. My favorite. I've got two rolls of 20. Of Again, these are all pre-1900 liberties. This roll, these two rolls, will have five coins, 1876 or older, which is when they didn't spell out the word dollar. We call it the 20D. One of those five will be a coin from the 1850s, and they look really nice. I'm just telling you, they look really nice. Uh, the, those rolls, uh, $10 more, $2,135, $42,700. And then I've got the date set, the eight, eight coin date set. Uh, the $20 Liberty date set, 1900, 01, 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07. So the all eight coins there uh, at 2125 a coin, uh, that one is $17,000. So we got something for everybody at 800 951 zero five nine two and and for me i'm going jason i'm going for those pre-1900 coins because those are the ones there's a lot less of those than there are uh anything else and and especially the ones uh with the 20 d's yeah the 1904 is pretty good too at 1900 each that's a that's that's you're right that's a great value there's no doubt about it 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Buy them all if you want. Jason and I, we're coming right back with the half empty cup. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.